to figure out who we had to talk to about your light color, your lightsaber color. Oh, well, good guys are, good guys are green and blue, bad guys are red. That's just the way it works. No purple left? You, you might get purple. Hello, podlings. Hello, podlings. Welcome back for another episode. Of podlings Of podcast. podlings. Hi, podlings. Anyway. Hey, podlings. Hey, you podlings. Want to hear a story? <laughs> so, there's a lot of stuff in, and you would have heard in the soundbite at the start, of particular things that just happened behind the scenes or happened in the in the movies that led to a theory that eventually led to canon. Mm-hmm. Lots of things happened and we always called it designing afterthoughts. Ah. Um, but I wanted to surround this episode com- surround surround what the I'm making destroy. a I'm making a perimeter around this episode. Um, I wanted to collect a bunch of different things that have happened that kind of accidentally became canon. Okay. Podlings. Podlings. Let's just uh, acknowledge the first one that you would have heard at the very start, and it's the purple lightsaber. Pew. With the engraved <laughs> motherfucker ah, on the okay. side. So, um, so <clears throat> yeah, so this is a great example of an accident. Not really an accident, but like... <laughs> I don't think you know Samuel Jackson would say it's an accident. You know what I mean. Um, a happy little accident, as Bob yes. Ross would say. Um, so... Painting with purple lightsaber. <laughs> happy little purple lightsaber. <laughs> Oops, that's meant to be blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's purple now. Happy little accident. So uh, there was a behind-the-scenes clip of uh, Samuel L. Jackson talking to George Lucas. And, of course, the lightsabers, especially the prequels... All the light and effects from it are done in post. So you have just dummy... Some white sticks. <laughs> basically, yeah, just some white sticks that they hit each other with. So he went up to George Lucas and was like, can I have a purple lightsaber? George Lucas was like, well, <laughs> the good guys have blue and green and the bad guys have red. And he's like, well, you should make it purple though. For me. And George is like, well, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Which so, you're seeing a lot of now. Purple lightsabers yep. now with all of this High Republic, High Republic stuff and, and some yep. of the stuff coming out in that era. There's a lot of purple lightsabers. Yeah, and it's a great thing that's happened because it sparked this smorgasbord <laughs> of theories and canon yep. to do with the different meaning of different lightsabers yep. and it and all started Good with versus evil. Exactly, exactly. Balancing the force. I love it. Yeah, yeah. like... How purple is like it's the gone mix so between deep. red and blue, and we've done ex- so many episodes about this, the meaning yeah. of it. It's it's excellent. It's so cool. Um, by a request. By a request. Yeah. That just, of course, Samuel L. Jackson probably the only guy that could have asked and got. As yeah. Well. If Vark was like that, you'd be like, "Fuck off." Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking Ewan McGregor. You're just gonna change in a little while, anyways. <laughs> Ewan McGregor's like, "Oh, can I have like a, a cyan blue?" You're like, get <laughs> the fuck out of here! You're getting a blue. Yeah. You have a blue in the other movies, get out of here, okay? So, let's move on to the next one. So, the next one is uh, Han Solo um, was frozen in carbonite, as we know, at the end of Empire Strikes Back. And right. did you know that Harrison Ford was, he wanted that because he was unsure if he actually wanted to continue ah. with the movies. Yeah, because he's quite like 
cool. It's so funny that you get Mark Hamill, who's like so excited to do anything Star Wars, and you have someone like Han Solo, who's like, "What the fuck is a Force Ghost? What are you guys <laughs> talking about?" You know, and Mark Hamill's got like the history on porgs and shit happening. I love, I love. <laughs> it's like Han Harrison Solo's? Ford yeah. so much. Yeah, he's Harrison such Ford. a funny dude. But like, you watch any interviews he's like, about no Star Wars, he's just like, I don't care. Like, he's like he I'm literally just getting paid fuck. to be here. Don't mind <laughs> yeah. you talk to me. Which is like, I feel like it's part of his humor as a person. And his characters. Because, yeah, it fits so well. It fits so well. But obviously he likes it to a certain extent because he comes back and, yeah. you know. But um, also in, in addition to that, which would have been like, it could have gone one or two ways. If he mm. genuinely didn't want to do it anymore, I guess he would have just died. And that's actually what he wanted to happen to his character, Han Solo. Because I think that was, that, that was like... That, like imagine asking George Lucas can you just fucking kill me <laughs> just off just fucking yeet me on I out of that trilogy I can't handle any more of this shit so you don't want millions of dollars to play him again fuck off yeah. <laughs> so yeah Harrison Ford was kind of keen to have his character die and I think I'm probably wrong but uh, I think I recall hearing like he kind of just wanted to be done because his character didn't have that much more development to go through and right. that that's kind of like you know as an actor, I imagine you want something a little bit more dimensional. You want some kind of progression of your character. Yeah. But when you kind of just are the same dude the entire time, I can see why he was like, yeah. I just... Bleh. Yeah. Bleh. He does come back, though. He does come back for the sequels, so... He does, Get yes. on you, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Been right. hurting for money after these 50 <laughs> fucking years. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I need it. I need another paycheck. Hey, uh, is anyone want to hire me for Star Wars? (laughs) I'm so glad he didn't kill me off so soon. So, um, and and speaking of Han Solo, he has another one as well. Okay. So this one, this one's cool because it, it's like this thing that ended up being canon, of course. It it reminds me of the line that Obi Wan says. Right? Mm -hmm. He's like, back in the clone, like back when the Clone Wars was a thing. Yeah. And then everyone watching at the time was like, what's the Clone Wars? (laughs) And then becomes like basically the entire prequel trilogy. This is similar, but on a much minor scale. But you know when he's talking about the the Kessel Run Mm -hmm. and he's talking about what was it? Doing 12 parsecs. 12 parsecs. It's like, whoa. Um, Whoa, that's fast. I don't know what that is, but it seems (laughs) intense. It's crazy. And then they do it in the solo solo movie. Exactly. Ends up being... A legitimate thing that they're doing canon. However, um, the the line comes from. There's a few theories about that particular line too. Mm. There's um, one theory that I read where Han Solo was just saying that to sort of sell himself as an amazing pilot. Yeah, and like, I can do it in four parsecs. And, and everyone's like, like, "Oh fuck, fucking take my money." Yeah, and that's the next theory, which is way more in line with his character first of all but way, makes more way more sense is that he's just saying that but, he's, <laughs> but he's saying that to also see if they know what he's talking about uh, and, okay. if, and if they don't he can, can be like I'm gonna rip these ask for more money off yes. yeah but we have which a, is which is actually kind of brilliant I like that theory better because it yeah, fits too. more in line with his job and his yeah it's like he's it's like I'm here to fucking make, make money and if you're an idiot like yeah. yep yeah I'm, I'm fucking five digits I can do it seven if you pay me enough what's a parsec anyway uh, <laughs> it doesn't exist so and I love this as well because and because this is one of those little things that has just 
spread and into these massive theories. Yeah. And I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole for this one. So mm. not only that, but Obi-Wan could clearly see through. He's a wise Jedi. He can see yeah. through that kind of bullshit. Yeah. Did not give a fuck about that. And you're like, okay, why, why does he not give, give a fuck? I'll tell you in a second. But also he's on that Bail Organa money. So he's like, just fucking take whatever you want, bro. And, and the theory here is why he wouldn't give a fuck about how much money he would spend is because of Chewie. Now, why Chewie, my ask? Why Chewie? So it's clear that Yoda and Chewie had a bit of a, of a rapport, a bit yeah. of a history mm-hmm. from Revenge of the Sith. And the theory from one Reddit user that I, I read was like, what if like Obi-Wan and Yoda are in some kind of contact yeah they know each other's around and by coincidence how does Chewie this guy that's a big fan and friend of Yoda yeah is the one to be the co-pilot of Obi-Wan and Luke and you know so it's like wild force coincidence making things happen or is there something going on it's all it's all like cool to think about yeah you know Especially when, like, you get... Because, like, Wookiees are meant to not be trusted. You know what I mean? Because they're wild yeah. and dangerous. And it's like, oh, if there's a Wookiee in the bar, that's the one you want to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not like, ripping people's cool. fucking arms off. Uh, that's probably Chewy. <laughs> that's probably Chewy. Yeah, so it's an interesting, like, full circle moment with, uh, like, a designing afterthoughts yeah. thing. You know, it's like, if they didn't do the Yoda and Chewy thing, it's like, well, then they're clearly two random strangers that yeah. they got help from. But weird coincidence. And I just love that, like, that one line, all those theories came from that. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Mm. That's what I'm all about when it comes to pop things. I'm like, let's talk about it. And also picking the one I like the best. Yeah. Like, we do talk about a lot of design, but then we go into rabbit holes like that, and it's very fun. You can't in fucking Star Wars. So this one was interesting, and for some reason, I didn't ever know about this until I came, I think I came across about it. Came across it in uh, on Instagram randomly, but I think we might have talked about it in uh, our episode of the Darth Maul design. Okay, but you know he has an earring. Wait, who are we talking about? Darth Maul has a little mm. earring up here. Okay, because Ray Park forgot to take his earring out. Ray Park. Yeah, Parker. Ray Parker, the guy that plays Darth Maul, has oh. an earring. In his ear. <laughs> of course in his ear. It's like, who the fuck is Ray Parker? <laughs> Ray, I don't know who Ray Parker Sorry. is either. Ray Parker, the guy that plays Darth Maul, okay, forgot yes. to take out a ring. IRL, in it, real it, life. And it ended up just being part... Of his character. I think they like... Paint, he's got fucking horns. I think, they, I think like, straight up like painted over it as well. Like it's a black ring that's on his ear. Yeah. And it is, it's just part of his look now. It's in both live action versions of him. It's, and it's in there in all the animation as well. Because he forgot... It does his... fit his fucking vibe, though. It does. Have some facial piercings and shit. It does. If you get your phone, mm-hmm. you should look it up and be like, Darth Maul earring. Because... Darth Maul earring. It's just earrings with Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his face. Like I was looking up for the Padme and Anakin's wedding, like the dress. I was looking at the wedding dress, and it's just like thousands of people making the dress that you can buy right now and have it as your wedding. And I was like, okay, cool. I want the actual one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you... Oh, please. Darth Maul... <laughs> Yep, okay, I see it. Yeah, 
an accidental thing that became canon, and they had to include it in all of the animation design. Like when you're doing makeup and be yeah. like, uh, is that? And it's that? black, right? Like they've they've probably painted over it. Like um, um, no, it's like a stud that they oh, paint it's black. St- they did paint it over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Like how does that? Do they That's just go? Funny. Oh, this. It's this. a cart. It's a cartilage piercing. Right. Yeah. Oh, right, it's in the color. Yeah. Right, right. I'm like, I don't know what that <laughs> means. I have none. <laughs> He's like, cool. And? Like, what's that? <laughs> it's just where it's at. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice little cool fun fact from that is. Ray Parker. Um, now, one we've talked about a lot, and I find this very fascinating. This is something I just tell people outside of Coblins as well. Yes. We hang on a second and just revert. I just thought about how cool it would be to have been... Like, you know we're always talking about how you can get involved in Star Wars? Mm. It's like this person who pierced this guy's ear, Ray (laughs) Parker, is like accidentally a part of Star Wars. Yeah, that's very true. I'm the reason that's an accidental costume inclusion. I would tell people that. I pierced that guy's ear. (laughs) That's actually... He's in North Mall. Yeah, I, I basically designed it. <laughs> I designed it. <laughs> Ralph McCorris. It wouldn't aside. be here without me. <laughs> anyway, so I just had that scenario run through my mind. That's great. Um, another fun uh, accidental, but actually found out is was legitimately talked about, is Luke's green lightsaber. Okay. So which... in the past, we've talked about how... Why is it blue? Why is it green? Why is it blue? Why is it blue? It's new. Why doesn't he just do another oh, blue one? Because the sky's blue. Because the sky's blue. You can't have blue and blue. That's ridiculous. <laughs> However, I found, and I don't know how legit this is, honestly, but there's a guy that posted on Reddit, and there's actually a conversation between George Lucas, Howard Kazanjian, who was a producer, cool. Richard Marquand, who was the director of uh, Return of the Jedi, yep. and Lawrence Kasten, who was the co-writer. And they had this conversation. I'm going to read it out. Okay. Um, so it starts with... Oh, fuck. It's in the worst typography color It's like ever. lime green. It's lime green. Like... Okay, so... <laughs> the, uh, one of the, produ- the producer says, Mark lost his laser sword, doesn't he? Lucas... Lucas says, he did lose his laser sword when his father cut off his hand. <laughs> and, then the, and then the director says, so whose laser sword is he using now? Should I have brought it up? Um, and Lucas says, you should, because that's what everybody will ask. Yeah. Marquand said, well, it didn't occur to me. <laughs> okay, Marquand. Get out of your fucking mind. Lu- Lucas says, the way I was explaining it in the script before was that he made another one. But it's going to be impossible given the structure of the story the way the film is now to explain where the laser sword came from. Marquand says it's a line of dialogue later, which is when Darth Vader says, ah, I see you've got a little lightsaber. Yeah. And George Lucas continues. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if we need to explain it. The worst thing about it is that you get a letter in star log magazine, (laughs) big deal. (laughs) And then uh, Marquand says he made it, that's the answer. Referring to Luke, he made it. Yeah. And then Lucas says, that's not gonna that's not gonna drop the audience out of the film. People aren't gonna stand up and say, I just don't buy it. That's I'm leaving. But you'll get lots of letters 
well, we'll make a form letter explaining that that Luke made it. And then Kasten said, maybe it should be a new color. So Kasten, the co-writer, came up with the idea it's of like changing the color. It's a fucking thing. Just make it a different color. But I love that that's like a full discussion. It's not like, oh, what should we make this color? It's like they actually like have to ap- think about. It's like an afterthought. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, we should probably talk about this. (laughs) It's like such a, like, design way of thinking, isn't it? It's like, it's not, it's nothing to do with, you know, oh, let's make it green because green's cool and green would mean... Like, just make it a different color. Yeah, they're like... And people will know it's a different lightsaber. (laughs) People might ask about why is lightsabers different, you know. Like, I love that line of thinking. And never knew about that. I don't know how true that is, but apparently that's like some audio from behind the scenes back when. Yeah. That's like apparently legitimate. Of it. So I, I love that. I Me love too. that. That's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, and the last fun fact I'm going to leave us with is uh, that the Red Squadron okay. is actually originally Blue Squadron. Ah. And <laughs> very similar to the lightsaber idea. What is going on? What is that? What is that? No, no, you're good. I just like saw a big thing and I was like, what is this going on? Sheets that do the sound. Ah. Yeah, scrape your feet off. Sorry. So the red. Blue Squadron. Yeah, so the Blue Squadron, and it's very similar to what we just talked about with the green lightsaber. We thought it was because of the blue clashing with the green. Yeah. Blue Squadron Blue Squadron literally clashed with the blue screen effects. Yeah, so you'd have cool. markings on the helmets like, that would have <laughs> the key background behind. Yeah. So you had Red Squadron turned into Blue Squadron, and then... Red Squadron... Uh, I'm getting confused now. <laughs> then red, the original Red Squadron yep. turned into Gold Squadron, okay. which was the, the Y-Wing Bombers. Yep. Now... Looks like the scuba things. To, to get it all, like, working within... Because um, you know how they used the really cool, like, shots that they didn't use in the original films in Rogue One? Mm. So they had some of, like, yep. the, the characters from that. They actually introduced, if you remember, Blue Squadron into Rogue One in that final like battle sequence. But they all end up dying. The like, epic one. Yeah, the epic one yeah. at the end. Blue Squadron's there. They die. The, the fucking OG Blue Squadron, but they all die because, of course, they don't exist in the next movie. That makes sense. But they, but Blue Squadron was originally what color they were going to use for like the uh... ones that destroyed the Death Star. Makes sense though, fucking Kida, especially back then. Yeah, <laughs> like now it would not It'd have mattered. They'd figure a way out to yeah. fix that. Like, but it's 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 cool seeing um, some of the old footage compared to like the new footage in that film too, because you have especially you have them together. Yeah, like <laughs> you can tell when you really look. You're like, oh, you're like, oh, she vintage. <laughs> what the fuck? It's grainy. It's like grainy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it 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 works because it's like. It's such a quick cut as well. Yeah. It's like Blue Squadron <gasps> standing by and red and it's going on. You're like, okay, okay. Cool. But yes, that's that's cool. the, that's that's the last little fun fact I have, mm. I have for you. Gosh, um, you've had a few now. I can't remember which one would I would call my favorite out of those. 
Yeah, there's, there's some good ones, and that's not even everything. There's there's probably heaps that I don't even that we're not even aware of. I like the Han Solo one because I think it's quite funny. With the which one, the carbonite one? Wanted to die. <laughs> it's like just <laughs> fucking kill me. Get me out of this star battleship, like. That's quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. Fun, fun, fun little accidental cannon. Accidental cannon. So, Podlings, let us know which was your favourite accidental cannon there. Yep. Because uh, I don't know what my favourite one was. Mine was probably finding out about the green lightsaber was not just on sky issue. Right. Turned out that was actually a design choice. I do actually like that. And it solves a problem, right? They solve a problem quickly. Yeah. I think it's, 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 it's like the idea of it being such a short fun fact yeah is like, like enticing it a different it's like enough to put in a head like a clickbait headline you know yeah, what i mean absolutely um that's probably my favorite hmm. okay all right podlings let us know what your favorite was yep follow us where you can at podlings podcast and we'll see you next week bye